theme verse for today, James 1.22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Many of us on Sunday mornings, we're nodding with the preacher, whatever the preacher's telling us from the Bible. When we're at home reading our Bibles, we're nodding our heads. But that's as far as we go. We're not doing what it's telling us to do. Scripture is meant to do more than penetrate. It is meant to activate, to activate. Do what it says. It doesn't say do what it says when you feel like it. Do what it says when you have time. Do what it says when you can be perfect at it. It just says, do what it says. So what does scripture tell us? On your listening guide in front of you, I'm going to talk a little bit about 1 Corinthians. It's in front of you. Chapter 12, verse 1. Now, dear brothers and sisters, regarding your question about the special abilities the Spirit gives us, I don't want you to misunderstand this. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. Verse 7. A spiritual gift is given to each of us. Each of us. Many of us think that the pastor got that gift. There's maybe one person in your church, or okay, maybe a few that are in leadership, they got a gift. I want you to scratch through each of us and write me. Me. A spiritual gift is given to me. To me. So we can help each other. Women ask me all the time, what's my purpose? Why am I here? Right there, right there. So. We can help each other. That's your purpose. That's why you were given a gift. I want you to turn to the other ladies at the, your table and say, you are a gift. So continuing with verse 11, it is the one and only spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. The human body has many parts. But the many parts make up one whole body. So it is with the body of Christ. Talking about the church. The church. But our bodies have many parts and God has put each part just where he wants it. How strange a body would be if it had only one part. It's like saying how strange it would be if the church only had one person. The eye can never say to the hand, I don't need you. The head can't say to the feet, I don't need you. All of you together are Christ's body, and each of you is a part. All the members must be serving together for the body to fully function. For it to function to its full potential, the entire body needs to participate. Some gifts are more apparent. I tell you what, if I could just pick my gift and say, okay, God, here's the gift, it would be singing. That would be fabulous. But God knew I couldn't handle it because you're supposed to have humility with your gifting, and there would be no humility if I could sing like that. But the thing is, every gift is important. On your listening guide, your gift is needed. Your gift is necessary. Now, some of you are probably wondering, well, do I have a gift? What is my gift? Well, think about it. You know, what kind of ministry do you enjoy? Where do you, do you thrive and you're producing fruit? Like if you're teaching and people are edified, you might have the gift of teaching. Or if you like, if you're out and you see people and you just can't help yourself but tell them the gospel, that's called evangelism. You have the gift of evangelism. Or maybe you love to have people in your home. You just open that front door all the time. Come on in. Come on in. You have the gift of hospitality. What do you enjoy? This is on your listening guide. The thing is, your gifts are the key to fulfilling the kingdom's kingdom purpose. He has set aside just for you. 
You have a kingdom purpose. You have a kingdom purpose. Romans 12, 6 says, He, meaning God, has given each of us the ability to do certain things well. Joy is what you experience when you're serving in your gift. Frustration is what you often experience when you're serving outside your gift. One thing that the military community and the church community have in common is bring a meal <laughs> or bring food. That pass-up sheet, pass-around sheet, sign up to provide a meal. I hate to provide a meal. I just absolutely, I would just like, oh, okay. And there would be so much drama and sighing as I would write my name. And one day I just felt like the Spirit's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You don't like doing that. You don't have a good attitude towards. And I have not called you to do that. I hear there are women who actually like to do that. <laughs> and so the thing is, if I'm constantly writing my name and filling up space, that means you can't use your gift. Now, sometimes I have felt led by the Spirit, you need to provide a meal. And you know what? I, I do it with a joyful heart. But it, I don't have to do that all the time. There is so much freedom in that. I had an older woman come to, to me in our church. She was a brand new believer, but she was terrified because she understood if you served in the church, you had to volunteer with young children. <laughs> she was just terrified. I was like, no, we have lots of opportunities, lots of things to do. She was really into crafting, and she goes on Thursdays up to our church and gets all the crafts and cuts a lot of stuff and gets everything ready for the children on Sunday morning. Your gift is needed. Your gift is necessary. The other, th if you don't really know what your gifting is, on the very back page I've included a website where you can go and have a free test, a free assessment done. It's like 30 minutes long. There are tons of them, just Google spiritual gift test. But anyway, find out what your gifting is. Another great way to find out what your gifting is, is ask someone. Just ask someone. People will, People know you better than you do sometimes. People know you better than you do sometimes. So Matthew 25, 14 through 30, that's the parable of the talents where the master gave one man five talents, gave another man two talents, and a third man one talent. And the one with five talents went out and multiplied his talents. And the one with two talents went out and multiplied his talents. But the one with one talent out of fear buried his talents. And the master said, you wicked, lazy servant. I think he says the same thing about the actual gifts, the talents, the abilities he's given us. He wants us to go out and multiply them, to use them. We all have gifts that are needed by the church. So let's go back to James 1.22. This is our theme verse. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourself. Do what it says. James clearly is saying, do the thing. Just do it. 